All right, time for another podcast, I guess. Another day, another dollar here in post-pandemic America. And it's been a few weeks, almost three weeks, since the last update on the podcast over on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pandora, Amazon Music, and everywhere else that is nice enough to host our show. Uh, so people keep asking me, what do you think of the Trump arrest? And since I've been asked now, I don't know, 150 times, I'm going to tell you for the benefit of my audience, the benefit of my cat, I'm going to tell you what I think of the Trump arrest. First of all, stir up, hold on a second. Yeah, so uh, that was my cat making noise. He's, he's uh, concerned about this story as well. Uh, so yeah, you guys keep asking me, you may not like the answer. There is no Trump arrest. What do I think of the Trump arrest? As of 10.22 a.m. Eastern Time on March 21st, 2023, Trump has not been arrested at all. Yet another weird fundraising claim from Trump is what it is. At this moment in time, yet another fundraising claim. For the last two and a half years, this former president has cast himself as a victim. Just sitting down in his mansion in Florida, in South Florida, at Mar-a-Lago. Uh, casting himself as a victim and taking in hundreds of millions of dollars from mostly older supporters by spamming them nonstop. Some of these emails are so predatory, it blows my mind. Where, where is, you know, where's the regulators on this one? I'll match your donation. It's like, who's actually matching this stuff? Is that just fraud? How can he offer matches on all the, all the uh, contributions he's taking in? And why does he need so much effing money? Why is he constantly fundraising for a guy who claims to be so rich, not only so natively rich, but so good at making money in the business world? It doesn't seem like he really is making money from his business. He's making money from psychologically manipulating people. Again, he's not been arrested. What can I say? It was only Trump who claimed he was going to be arrested, not authorities, not anybody credible aside from Trump himself. And uh, in the modern age for a misdemeanor, they usually don't drag you into the courtroom and, and, you know, arrest you, put your hands together, handcuff you. Uh, it's done digitally often. You know, they just send you a DocuSign thing. Like everything else in the modern age, it can be done with a Zoom call and an e-sign. You don't have to show up to the courtroom. And so that's likely what's being done with Trump. If they are indicting him, especially given his high profile, they don't need to have him walk into a courthouse to do this. So yet another outrageous claim from Trumpy to drum up the uh, donations for people who see him as a victim of the deep state. Even though he is the deep state, he's the low budget offering of the failing American deep state. He's like the carnival cruises. So if you tell me, hey, Dave, I absolutely hate cruise lines. I can't take a cruise. If you gave me a million dollars, I wouldn't go on a cruise ship with a bunch of fat strangers and loud kids. And, and get drunk all week, I wouldn't be able to do it. Cruises is just not for me. Then I, I would say, okay, that's a reasonable take, I guess. But if you said that, and then you said, but I love carnival cruises. I hate cruises, but I love carnival. I'd be like, that doesn't make any sense. So you like the, the worst of the cruise lines, basically the lowest end, just the booze cruise, yet you don't like high-end cruises, like, I don't know, Norwegian or celebrity cruise lines. Doesn't make any sense. And here you got people who think they're so awake, not woke, awake, right? They know what's going on in the world. 
and they support Trump and they think it's a badge of honor. First of all, he was already president. If you, if you fantasize about all the sweet anti-establishment stuff this guy would do, he was already president for a full term. He got his full four years, which is more than most of us will ever get. I'll never be president. Whoever's watching this, <clears throat> you'll never be president. He got it. Most powerful elected man in the West. Did he legalize weed? No. Did he roll out prison reform? No. Did he audit or reform the NSA? No, they're probably listening to this very video. <laughs> did he, uh, what did he do? Oh, that's right. He brought back people like John Bolton, whom nobody was asking for. He brought back these, these like cast out has-beens, like again, warmongering John Bolton with his little white mustache, brought him back into the fold. And of course, Fauci, Fauci and Burks. That's the other thing. A lot of Trumpies hate Fauci. It's like, who picked Fauci out of obscurity? Fauci was in a back office in DC. He was allowed to do his little creepy experiments on beagles and monkeys and all that. But for 30 years, the feds had just kind of left him alone. He embarrassed himself on the, uh, the HIV AIDS response a generation ago in the 80s, completely embarrassed himself. And he's been, again, at the National Institute for Allergies and Infectious Diseases, which most Americans don't even know exists, not as well known as the NIH or the CDC or FDA. So he's been the head of this. And Trump picked him. Trump put him up on the stage, literally, and for months deferred to this guy's judgment and the judgment of, of Burks, that lady with the weird scarves, different scarf every day. <laughs> He put them in charge of the pandemic when he should have shut the doors and kept this poison out of our country. Instead, he, he stopped things way too late and he didn't, he didn't tell the American people what it was, that it was a lab leak, that it was an unfinished bioweapon potentially. He didn't tell us how infectious it was, how contagious. Misled us and again, put his faith in Fauci. Nobody else picked Fauci and these weird Trump supporters who say he had to go with him. They would have been upset. Well, who's they? I thought he was the president. There's somebody above him and the whole system's a fraud. Why vote for Trump if he can't even do what he wants to do? So I don't understand that one. Of course, Operation Warp Speed, that was all Trump. It was literally Trump signing, signing the least effective vaccines of all time into law, right? Signing the funding of that. Incredible. If he had just come out with something where you take a shot and then everything's back to normal and we don't even have to talk about it anymore, just the sad little few months of, of, uh, of discomfort, that's not what happened. It was three years, three years, and it still hasn't been resolved. And now it turns out they were lying to us. They knew it was a lab leak and deplatformed anybody who was talking about that. Trump's not a good guy. So when you figure to figure Trump out is not to like Trump. That's the issue. People go, oh, you have Trump derangement. No, I don't. Not deranged at all. I used to support him until I realized he is, again, the carnival cruises. He's the low end of the deep state. So what happened basically is you got your like Rockefellers and Rothschilds and some of the executives at Lockheed Martin. And of course, we got to give, you know, name service to the Podestas and Old Soros. You got your ruling families, basically, if we're going to make this like a Game of Thrones episode. You got your seven kingdoms, 
And then in the, in the shadows have been these lesser families, the Mercers. I call them the poor man's Rothschilds. You know, Mercer Street in Lower New York, named after the Mercers. They were a big deal like 140 years ago. I've just been kind of scraping along ever since. So the Mercers and some people in Virginia, some random kind of former military people, and of course Steve Bannon, this self-styled revolutionary, this total weirdo Steve Bannon. These people are like, hey, we, we want to be in control. And they see Trump. They see Trump as their ticket. So when people ask me, why is the media so against Trump? Doesn't that mean that he's for us? No, it just means that they're not for Trump. It doesn't mean that Trump is for the people, right? You're watching alien versus predator, basically. You're watching two sides battle for power, and neither of them are sympathetic sides. I don't care who wins because they're both garbage. But again, this is a case of usurpers like the Mercers who fund CPAC. Why are they funding a conservative movement if they're globalists? Oh, they just want to tear us apart. That's right. They want to fund both sides, divide and conquer. So that's what it is. You got people who really did not pay their dues and really don't have the same level of wealth or influence as the Rockefellers, Rothschilds, and put us the group, uh, put us the clan, and Soros. Right? Soros does own a lot of the liberal media. Uh, and so they just wanted to jump in line, basically, and get a president who would advance their stuff. And meanwhile, what is Trump's stuff? He's anti-cannabis. He's increasingly anti-crypto. The guy wants to outlaw my sacred Bitcoin. He wants to keep us from smoking a legal joint in states that have already legalized. Majority of the country has legal weed now in some form. He's not the future. He's the past. Both these sides are garbage. The wannabe Virginia families, the deep state wannabes like the Mercers, and the people they're battling are garbage. They're all, they're all junk. Trump's not the real thing. I'm almost out of time here. That's my view. All right, so I had to end that at 10 minutes for the uh, TikTok video. They gave us 10 minutes now instead of three minutes, which is pretty cool. Anyway, I hope that ramble makes sense to people. It'll make sense to the right people, to the people who are almost there, have almost figured Trump out. It'll make sense to you. And the people who are in the cult, it won't make sense to you. It'll go right over your head. You know, when people say that Trump supporters are a cult, I don't think it's like a religious cult. I don't think Trump is in the woods in the middle of the night doing some rituals and his followers are, you know, following along. It's a cult of personality. It's the belief that this man knows better than you or I, and therefore I should shut my mouth. That's what it is. And it's actually like, no, this guy's been an incredible disappointment since he left office. From promoting his sleazy NFT, his scammy NFT playing cards that dropped by 80% within two weeks of him releasing them. A literal crypto pump and dump. After years of shitting on cryptocurrency, he finally decides to dip his orange toe in with what is a blatant scam, a blatant pump and dump that really doesn't matter at all, right? Doesn't advance cryptocurrency use in any long-term way. And uh, yeah, an anti-cannabis doesn't want to reform the Fed. Why would he want to reform the financial system? He likes it the way it is. He lives off of highly inflated real estate valuations and then gets low interest loans from banks like Deutsche Bank. He wants to preserve the system. He doesn't want to move to something new. Anti-cannabis, anti-crypto, essentially anti-free speech. He wants to ban TikTok 
the only video platform that has given us the time of day since we were banned from YouTube five years ago. We've gotten what, close to 20 million, close to 20 million views at this point on TikTok since we started posting last year. He wants to take that away from us. And people say, oh, it's just dancing videos on TikTok. No, that's what Laura Ingraham on the Fox wants you to think. That's just some weird trope. It's some nonsense. It's a total misnomer that TikTok is just dancing videos. It's every conceivable form of content. It's the same thing as YouTube, right? It's user-generated content. You can find videos about cryptocurrency on TikTok and watch nothing else all day. You can find videos about astronomy, videos about medical science. Second biggest video platform in the world with more than a billion users. And pretty soon it's going to be number one based on the number of video views per day. Pretty soon there's no doubt that TikTok is going to eclipse YouTube because YouTube was a great platform. It's not as good as TikTok. There's something cool about content that's created right on a smartphone and then uploaded from the smartphone. There's less... Uh, Less editing, ironically, less editing, right? So uh, again, TikTok is all conceivable forms of content and people like me have been allowed a voice to talk about independent politics and crypto and stuff. And when you say ban TikTok, you're saying take away my voice. You're saying give me another five years of silence. So he's anti-free speech. And again, the Trump puzzle is completely solved when you realize he's not a populist at all nor is he trying to be. He's the representative for this faction. This faction of disenfranchised elites, again, mostly in Virginia, who think that it's their turn to jump in line. They don't want to pay their dues. They don't want to kiss Soros's ass. They don't want to kiss Podesta's ass. They don't want to buy up their own media, right? They don't want to build out their own media framework as the Democrats have done. And rather than, rather than do the heavy lifting of building up media outlets and building grassroots support and figuring out wedge issues that would be popular with voters, things like cannabis legalization, they're literally just a competing faction. It's alien versus predator. There are a handful of families at the top of the economic game. And there are some families that are pretty close, like poor man's Rothschilds, the Mercers, their weird eyes. The Mercers have the weirdest eyes of all the so-called elite families, just bug eyes, like they're the aliens in Mars attacks or something. So uh, the Mercers and weirdo Steve Bannon, this wannabe Braveheart, and other assorted griftos, grifters and weirdos. I like the word grifto. I might have to use that. Griftos. But yeah, these grifters and weirdos, they, they think that Trump is their Trojan horse to get back in the mainstream. It just feels off, it just feels wrong. I don't think he's gonna win next year. I think DeSantis or somebody else is gonna completely blow him out of the water in the debates. All you gotta do is appeal to his ego. Just show the populace what a weird, egoic, King Lear this guy has become post-presidency and he will melt on stage. You'll see what a broken personality Trump has. I don't think he's going to win, but I do think his followers will never go away. Cult of personality. They're never going to go away. They're like cultural space debris. 
They'll be orbiting for the next 300 years. Everything that happens, they'll say, well, Trump wouldn't have done it like this. Trump would have protected us. Oh, yeah, Trump, Mr. Operation Warp Speed. Mr. Wants to Outlaw Crypto. Because he actually loves the establishment. He just wishes that they would have given him an easier ride. That's what it is. He wishes things were easier for him. And yet again, Alien versus Predator. He represents a faction of people who want to be in charge, but they just aren't quite in charge. They have money. They have some influence. They're not at the Soros, Podesta, or even the Clinton level. And that's what it is, folks. Bunch of sad elites fighting other elites. And you should pull away from all these a-holes and read about crypto and decentralized politics. And the things we've been talking about here at Fulcrum for now the last five and a half years. Thank you so much. You're listening to Fulcrum News. Real news from America and around the world. Fulcrumnews.com slash subscribe to get our premium membership and updates via email.